And now, for the show reflecting on classic radio, Hollywood 360, with your host, Carl Amari. I can see you right now in the kitchen, bending over a hot stove, but I can't see the stove. Who knows what evil lurks in the hearts of men? The shadow knows. <laughs> Would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. What do you do, Carl? Carl is a inventor slash entrepreneur. Yeah, I'm still looking for that home run, you know? I mean, <laughs> when I saw the iPod first time, I was like, you know, I could have kicked myself. That was so hard on him. What's your name? Carl, my name. Atomic batteries to power. Turbines to speed. Roger, ready to move out. Hello, everyone. I'm Carl Amari, and this is Hollywood 360, the radio show that presents all things entertainment, including trivia contests and games, movie reviews, celebrity interviews, showbiz news, and classic radio shows. My co-host is the vivacious Lisa Wolf. In this hour, William Bendix stars as Chester A. Riley. On a Father's Day episode of The Life of Riley from 1948. But first, it's TV Jeopardy. Lisa Wolf Trebek will play audio clips from popular TV shows. I'll try to name the show while you play along at home, right, Lisa? Right, Carl. So this edition of Hollywood 360 is Father's Day. So yeah. happy almost Father's Day, yeah. just a few hours away. Yes. So, uh, And we're going to celebrate all those dads out there today. I'm a father three times over. That's right. And yeah. um, and very and very well done, Carl. Oh, you got thank three you. great kids. Thank you there. You have <laughs> four. Oh, my gosh. I know. I know. Whoa. I know. You needed a hobby back then. <laughs> I always need to do one up on you. That's why. <laughs> so, of course, I didn't know you when I had that's my true. kids. That's true. That's so, true. But yeah. I knew I'd find you eventually. Uh, yeah. So, in this episode of TV Jeopardy, we're going to be talking about TV shows with funny dads. Funny dads. Funny dads. Okay. Because I like a funny dad. Yeah. Okay. It's funny smelling. Um, I don't know how they smell, Okay, but I do know that this is just a trip down memory lane because you are very familiar with all of these shows. All right. Here's the first funny dad. I listen with my mind, and if you pay attention, women will tell you what they want by telling you the opposite of what they want. Like the other day, Claire was like, you have to move your car. There's no space in the garage for both of our cars. And what she's really saying is that, you know, I should probably get a sports car. <laughs> looking forward to a quiet day. I thought I'd just... Oh, that's maybe. great. Yeah. Okay, that I know that one for sure. Right. So that's Modern Family. That's right. Now, I forgot to mention, so you get brownie points because what I need to know is the name of the dad in all of these. Um, either his real name or his character name. I'm okay with either one. Oh, I don't. I don't know. You his, don't know his name on the show no, on Modern Family. No. So his name on Modern Family is Phil Dumphy. Oh, Phil. Right. Yeah, Phil. And it, Phil Dumphy. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it's Ty Burrell. Okay. Okay. Just. Um, so it was on ABC. Ran for eleven seasons. Two thousand nine. Yeah, it's a very 2020, funny show. Very very funny. All right. All right. Here's your next funny dad. Maybe we should think about unhooking the cable. Unhook it. But I love cable. Well, then maybe you should pay for it. Don't look. Look. Marge, I can't afford it. When I can afford to pay for it, I will. But I can't, so I'm not going to. All right, so that's an easy one. Yep. That's The Simpsons. That's right. And what is his name in the show? 
Come on, this is a dad segment. Um, The Simpsons. Well, there's Bart, but that's his son. Right. Um, I don't know. You do. I can't remember right now. Well, you you heard Marge. You heard him say Marge. Marge and uh, Homer. 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 There you go. I had to give you a clue there. Yeah. So, I mean, what can I say? Homer J. Simpson. Yes. Right? From Springfield. Right. Right. Yeah. Marge and Bart and Lisa and Maggie. All right. Great job. All right. Next funny dad. Okay. Where's my boy? Oh, my God. I'm sitting at home reading a periodical, and this is the call I get. My son is a bootlegger. Ow. Who put you up to this? Was it her? All right. Wait a minute. I think you've got it backwards. My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. You got that right. All right, that's the funniest show of all Ever. time. I know. That is uh, Seinfeld. It sure is. Right? Absolutely right. And that's, um, so it, it's, that was uh, George Costanza's dad. Yes. So he was Mr. Costanza. I'm going to need more than that, <laughs> but okay. Um, Mr. Costanza. Um, you know his name? I can't. Frank. Oh, Frank. Frank Costanza. Yeah. I, wouldn't and, got, I wouldn't have got it. And who's the oh, actor? Wait, I wouldn't have got it. It's okay. Um, that's. Um, you know him. Yeah, that, that's, uh, what's his name's dad? In real life. Um, That's right. What is it? It's Jerry Stiller. Yeah, Jerry Stiller. Yeah. <laughs> did so, did you know that on the show, he was he used, he was retired, but he used to be a salesman yeah. selling Christian artifacts. I thought he sold brassieres. I think he did that at one time, too, as yeah. a matter of fact. I okay. remember that. All That's right. funny. All right. Now, these are funny dads. Yeah. Here's the next one. Hi, honey. I'm home. <laughs> Hi, girls. I'm sorry I'm late. At the last minute, I had to rush out to Oakland to cover a Warriors practice session. Traffic was miserable. A camera... Give me a break. Huh? Don't hurt me. You waltz in here 25 minutes late and expect sympathy? Ah, huh. uh, I totally know it. I know you do. Um, I totally well, know it. Well, what's the name of the show first? I'm trying to think. Oh, <laughs> The Do you name? know the name of his character or anything? The uh, actor? I completely, yeah. He just recently passed away. That's he fell exactly in his hotel right. room. That's hit right. Hit his head. That's all correct. Ah, so sad. Um, yes. God, what was, that was, um, I can't remember. I cannot remember okay, this. So show. the name of the show is Full House. Oh, yeah, Full House. Do you remember his <sighs> name as an actor or his character? No. Okay, so that was Danny Tanner. Oh, God, I would have never You wouldn't have known? No. Right? He was the father of Michelle. And who was the guy Stephanie who played him again? DJ. That was Bob Saget. Bob Saget. Right? Yeah, and, yeah. of course, he hosted America's uh, Funniest Home Videos for a yeah. while after that. I didn't get enough sleep today. I only slept about okay, an blame hour. Blame it on whatever about you need. About an hour. I need. Blame it on whatever you need to do. If I would have had two hours, I, I would have known every you. one of those. Okay. We've got one more to go. All right. Here's the last one. Look, this is marriage. You wake up in the morning, and she's there. <laughs> you, you, you come home at night and she's there You eat, she's there You, you go to sleep, there <laughs> And I know that sounds like a bad thing <laughs> But it's not uh, oh, That's so not. great It's a great quote That is not if it's the, That if show, it's the right that might person. be like the second funniest show It's a show. great show That's Everybody Loves Raymond That's right And so, that's uh, Ray Romano Ray Romano, absolutely right In the show he's Ray Barone yeah, Barone? Barone Barone. 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 Exactly. Yeah. Uh, great show. He had three kids. And uh, 
Great job. You, yeah. did, you did pretty Not well. Bad. Not yeah, bad. you did Not well. Bad. That was good, Lisa. I Funny dad. All right. When we come back, it's a Father's Day episode of The Life of Riley starring William Bendix. Stick around. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-494-8310. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-494-8310. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-494-8310. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. And now back to Hollywood 360 with Carl Amari. Before we tune into the life of Riley, I want to give everyone an update on our blowout sale, our 60 radio shows for $60. We talked about it a couple of times last week. And guess what, Lisa? We sold about half the inventory in the warehouse that we had. We had some brand new CDs in the warehouse along with liner notes of these classic radio shows. And I said, "Ah, I have several thousand CDs. I'd like to uh, offer them to our listeners at my cost to manufacture, which is only a dollar a piece. It's 30 CDs, two shows on each CD, 60 half-hour classic radio shows on 30 CDs for only a dollar a piece, 60 bucks plus shipping and handling. And we blew out about half of those orders. It was crazy. I was at the post office with boxes and boxes and boxes. They thought I was nuts. Well, I know that you deliver them yourself, so you do it with love. But we also (laughs) had a great opportunity last weekend to talk to a lot of our listeners and sign them up on the phone. And it was a great way to, you know, communicate with them. Yeah, take their order. Exactly. And um, so I'm just letting people know that this will probably be the last week that we can do this. So if you've been thinking about getting 60 half-hour classic radio shows for only $60, $1 a show on CD, 30 CDs, sent to your home, plus shipping and handling of $10 uh, because it, it costs almost that to send it, plus we have a box and we've got to wrap it. Um, now's the time because they are going fast, and this is only while supplies last. The number to call if you'd like to order that, limited time, 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. And if you call tonight, either Lisa or I will do our best to take your call. And if you don't get us, just leave a message with your return phone number and we'll call you back. Right? Right. We had a great response last we weekend. We really did. And um, this is you know maybe your last weekend to do it, so we're so thrilled to be able to to do that for you at our cost. Yeah, and I appreciate it because uh, I bought these CDs. You know, they're cl- they're mostly the classic Radio Club CD sets, so they're really, really high quality. And I always have to order extra each month because I want to make sure that we fulfill all of the classic Radio Club members. 
So I'm always having you know, 20 or 30 extra sets, and it's been going on now for five years. So I had a lot of that in inventory, brand new product, never played. And so that's what we're sending out. So if you are, I just want a little warning, if you are a Classic Radio Club member, you might not want to order these because you may get duplicates. But that number to call again, if you want to get 60 half-hour Classic Radio shows on 30 CDs, Call 815-900-7535. All right, Life of Riley, good Father's Day show. Uh, Chester A. Riley, he was a devoted family man, airplane riveter. He was played by William Bendix. This is a June 19th, 1948 Father's Day broadcast, part one of the Life of Riley. It's new. It's amazing. It's Prell, P-R-E-L-L, Procter & Gamble's new radiant cream shampoo in the handy tube. brings you the life of Riley. Prell, the shampoo that removes unsightly dandruff in as little as three minutes and leaves hair radiantly clean, radiantly lovely, presents The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. Well, this Sunday will dawn like any other Sunday, but for many men like Chester A. Riley, it will have a special significance. Yes, Father's Day, the day King Daddy comes into his own. And this year, Riley hopes things will be different than on last Father's Day, when he rose early, eagerly anticipating the tribute so rightfully his. And the first person to greet him was his wife, Peg. Good morning, Riley, dear. Happy Father's Day. This is for you, from me. From me? Oh, thanks, Dumplin', but really, you shouldn't have done it. Handkerchiefs! Just what I needed. Do you like them? They're the extra-large size. Perfect for my nose. (laughs) Thanks, Dumplin', you're really sweet. Well, you deserve it, dear. After all, you are a father. Yeah, but I owe that all to you. (laughs) And then a little later... Good morning, Daddy. Happy Father's Day. Here's a little something for you. For me? Oh, Babsy, you shouldn't have done it. Now, let's see what you... Oh, Babsy, darling, just what I needed, a mahogany lunchbox. Daddy, it's a cigar humidor. Oh, well, it's really beautiful, honey. Boy, if I was a cigar, I'd love to lay in here. (laughs) And finally, Riley was greeted by his son and heir, Junior, who said... Hello, Pop. Goodbye, Pop. Oh, Junior, you shouldn't have... Where, Junior? Wait, Junior, come back What's the matter, Pop? I'm in a big hurry Well, didn't you forget something, Sonny dear? Forget? Forget what? Junior, you know what day today is today? Huh? Today? Yeah Oh, yeah, of course, I almost (laughs) did forget I'll go get it now Oh, that's fine Uh, 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 Junior, wait, wait, can you give me a little hint what it is? Well, you know, gopher poison (laughs) I'll get you a pint Junior, you know I never touched this. <laughs> gopher poison? Well, you told me to be sure and get gopher poison, Sonny, because you need it for the backyard. I'll be right back. Well, well wait, Junior, I'm going with you. Wait. <laughs> A lot he thinks of me. All year long, I slave for him, and on Father's Day, he buys drinks for a strange gopher. <laughs> Come on, Pop, let's get home and go to work in the Gophers. I gotta play ball later. No, wait a minute, Junior. 
Uh, look at all that swell stuff Pitlack has in his window here. All men's stuff, too. I wonder why. Well, it's a haberdashery, that's why. He only sells men's stuff. Oh, come on, Pop, we're wasting time. No, no, we ain't. It's a good idea to see what people are trying to sell to people who want to buy. You someday you might want to buy something like... Uh, like that red bathrobe there with the blue dragon. Only twelve sixty-three. What a beauty. Me buy stuff in here? On my income? Thirty cents a week? <laughs> so what? It, it means a lot to people when someone they love remembers them. And it ain't the principle, it's the gift that counts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Mom sure was happy with the chocolates I gave her on Mother's Day. Yeah, she sure was. But of course, your mother ain't the only one in the family you love, is she? No, oh, of course not, Pop. I love you, too. Well? But you don't expect me to buy you a gift on Mother's Day. <laughs> no, no, of course not. But as the saying goes, every dog has his day. <laughs> Waldo Benny. Oh, uh, hello, Waldo. Where are you, Waldo? In front of you. Lower your eyes a little. Huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hiya, Waldo. <laughs> How's my little neighbor today? <clears throat> oh, my sagging sacroiliac. Well, what's making it sag this time? I'm disappointed over the gifts I got for Father's Day. You're disappointed. But, Waldo, you have no kids. I know, but we have three turtles Manny, Moe, and Jack. <laughs> And every Father's Day, my wife gets the turtles something to give me. Oh, I see. Well, that's sweet. What, what did the turtles give you this year? A box of dead flies. <laughs> well, at least you got something. My junior forgot all about it. Well, you know how boys are. It probably just slipped his mind. Oh, you don't understand, Waldo. It goes deeper than that. I always say, show me where a boy forgets his father on Father's Day, and I'll show you a father who's too stupid to raise his kids right. <laughs> Come now, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't get into a pet about I'll it. I'll go even further. To my son, I'm nothing. Father's Day. <laughs> to Junior, I'm only a stranger who's living with his mother. <laughs> I'll go even further. He's an ungrate. Uh, there's the phone, Mr. Riley. Anyone inside to answer? Uh, Junior, it's probably his girlfriend, that Marilyn Morris. He's always gabbing with her. Boy of 13. Does he think about his father? No. All he thinks about is girls. What's happening to the kids of today? Well, after all, a boy of Junior's age, it's normal for him to be in love. He'll grow out of it when he gets married. <laughs> Hello, Marilyn. How are you, Drip? Drip? He never calls me that. I tell you that Marilyn's a bad influence on him. Oh, my pop's fine, thanks. How's your old man? You see, she was asking after me. Swell little kid, that Marilyn. <laughs> no, he's not around. No, I don't know what to get him. Well, I saw a bathrobe at Pitlack's men's shop. It was neat. Waldo, I was wrong. He remembered. He remembered. Mr. Riley, control yourself. Please put me down. <laughs> oh, I I'm sorry, Waldo. Yeah, I know, but... Gee, Marilyn, it cost $12.63. He's gonna buy me a bathrobe. Ain't he a swell little ungrate? I know, but where can I get that kind of money? Okay, goodbye. 
Too bad, Mr. Riley. I guess you're not getting the robe after all. <laughs> Who ain't? All he needs is 1263, right? And it's for a good cause, ain't it? Me. <laughs> I'll just slip the dough to him so as he'll think he found it by accident, see? Oh, that's ingenious. Sure. Junior may be 13, but believe me, I'm his mental equal. <laughs> <laughs> Good, Riley. Yes, sir, and how. Oh, that sure was a nice dinner we had for lunch. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, uh, uh, Junior, darling, uh, please go look in my tobacco jar. I want to smoke my pipe and kill off the smell of that gopher poison. Oh, I'll look for you, Daddy. No. No, let, let, let Junior do it. Where is it, Pop? It's oh, here. it's oh. here. Hey! Hey, look at all the money in here. Money? You don't say... Well, I declare, how much? Well, I'm counting it. It's, it's 10, 11, 12 dollars and 62 cents. 63 cents. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here's another penny. Well, such an odd amount. Is it yours, Riley? It's your tobacco jar. Now, you know I don't smoke money. <laughs> so it can't be mine. Anyway, the law says finders keepers. Congratulations, Junior. Well, Pop, it's your tobacco jar, so that makes it yours. Here, take it. Well, well, Junior, I'm ashamed of you trying to cheat your own father into that money. You keep it. Babs, is it yours? Why, no, Mother, I wish it were. Junior? Well, gosh, no. Riley, are you sure you didn't put it there? Now, why would I do that? I tell you, it ain't mine. Well, then it must be mine. Hand it over, Junior. <laughs> what a revolting development this is. That's the first portion of The Life of Riley, starring William Bendix as Riley. And uh, June 19th, 1948, Father's Day program. Riley is hoping that his son, Junior, will get him something nice. And a, maybe it's a bathrobe. Bathrobes are nice. Would you like it if your kids got you a bathrobe? Yeah, not really. <laughs> not, <laughs> not a really. bathrobe kind no, of a guy? No. What if it was monogrammed? My, maybe. My daughter sent me my favorite cologne. I that got it already nice. today. Old Creed. Spice? Creed. It's my favorite cologne. It's super expensive. Well, you're yeah. worth it. And then my other daughter called me today and she said, Dad, I sent you something. You'll get it tomorrow. And I'm like, well, tomorrow's Sunday. She's like, no, Amazon. They deliver on Amazon Sunday. Amazon and FedEx, too. Yeah. My son... Haven't Not so much. My, haven't heard from my son yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, stick around. More of the life of Riley coming your way. If you enjoy classic radio shows like The Lone Ranger, Sam Spade, Burns and Allen, Have Gun, Will Travel, Gangbusters, and Sherlock Holmes, become a member of the Classic Radio Club. Each month, you'll receive 10 half-hour classic radio shows along with historical liner notes. The 10 shows will be on five CDs or via digital download, whichever you prefer. You'll also receive an email every week with a digital link to the full five-hour Hollywood 360 radio show and the 30-minute Radio Rarities podcast that Carl Amari and I co 
co-host. In total, you'll receive 34 classic radio shows per month. Become a Classic Radio Club member at ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535 to speak to a live operator. Log on to ClassicRadioClub.com or call 815-900-7535. That's 815-900-7535. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. This is Hollywood 360 across hundreds of radio stations, coast to coast. Plus, we're heard globally on American Forces Radio. So, yeah, all over the world uh, we're broadcasting from our uh, flagship studios here in the Chicagoland area, WIND AM 560. Um, Elisa Wolf, my co-host, Mike Costella, my executive producer, my crabby brother, Vince. Uh, I want to wish my crabby brother a happy Father's Day. And, of course, everybody out there, every father out there, happy Father's Day. We're listening to a Father's Day Life of Riley episode, William Bendix as Chester A. Riley. This show is sponsored by Prell and Lava Soap, two products that I don't believe, I don't know if Prell's around anymore. It might be. Prell might be around. I think Prell might be around. Yeah. Remember the commercials, Mike, when we were younger? They would take a pearl and put it in a Prell, um, like, tube, and it would um, sink really slowly in the Prell tube. Um, But I don't think lava soap is around anymore, is it? I'm going to check both of those. Um, Yeah. William Bendix as uh, Riley. John Brown as... uh, as Digby O'Dell, the friendly undertaker. That'll be coming up here in a minute. Let's tune into this uh, June 19th, 1948 conclusion of The Life of Riley. Did it work, Mr. Riley? Yes, sir, Waldo. It worked like a charm. I took the 1263 that you lent me, and I, I slipped it into the junior's coat pocket. And then I spied on him. Oh, I'm all goose pimples. Yeah, and when he found it, he beat it right down to Pitlock's men's store. Oh, say, that's just splendid. But what if the boy catches us here in his room? No, he won't. Let's see, maybe under the uh, under the bed. Yeah. yeah, here's the box he brought home a while ago. What a loyal son. I'll bet he got you that bathroom. Oh, he shouldn't have done it. Now, let's make sure that he did. <laughs> Hurry, Mr. Riley. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it open. I'm get... Oh, boy. It's a red one. With a belt and sleeves, too, and a blue dragon. He remembered Waldo out of a clear sky. Better put it back now before you get caught snooping. Oh, he's playing baseball. Oh, I gotta try it on. I want to see if it looks as good on me as it did on the dummy in the window. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, get a load of me and my boy's present. What a wonderful feeling. Mr. Riley, I heard something. Take off that robe. No, let me grovel in it for a while. Junior, are you home? Yeah, who's that? Junior, is that... Oh, it's you, Mr. Riley. Oh. Oh, hello, Marilyn. Uh, Waldo, this is Marilyn Morris, uh, Junior's little girlfriend. I beg your pardon. Junior's fiance. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me, Junior's fiance. Uh, uh, junior ain't here, Marilyn. So I see. Mr. Riley, what are you doing in my Junior's room? Well, I, I, I just came in for a if minute. If Junior to... wants to let you snoop in his room while he's out, that's up to him. But once I marry him, it'll have to stop. <laughs> She's moving in already. And just what are you doing wearing my father's robe? Well, I was just seeing if it, if, 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 
Your father's robe? Why, yes. Didn't Junior tell you? No. Well, I, I, I don't believe it. Junior got this for me for Father's Day. I'm awfully sorry, but it's for my father. You ask Junior when he gets home. So I'll just take it, please. Well, here, Marilyn. Thank you. Bye. Waldo, I gotta sit down. Now, don't take it so hard, Mr. Riley. This is how he repays me after all I've done for him. When he was born, who visited him in the hospital? <laughs> I did. When he had poison ivy, who helped him scratch? <laughs> I did. Plenty of sacrifices I made for that boy. Oh, dear. Under this vest of mine, my heart is bleeding for you. Then how does he show his gratitude? He buys a gift for Marilyn's father with my money. Well, tell me, what sort of a man is this, Mr. Morris? He's nothing but a big bag of wind. He's an overstuffed, stuffed shirt. He's snooty, he's obnoxious, and... Oh, how I wish I was him. <laughs> Oh, hello, dear. You should have come to the movies with me. It was... Why, Riley, what's wrong? You don't look well. Your face. Sorry, but it's the only one I got. <laughs> I'm okay. Where's Junior? I don't know, and I don't care. Why, Riley, that... Oh, I see. Uh, he didn't come through with the Father's Day gift. He gave me something, all right. A headache. Well, the day isn't over yet. He'll probably remember. It ain't the gift that I care about, but it shows he ain't got no respect for me. Oh, now, that's ridiculous. Here I feed him and clothe him and give him an allowance, and he don't care enough for me to buy a little something for Father's Day. If he acts like that now, what can I expect from him when I'm too old to work and I'm broke? <laughs> He'll send me to the poorhouse. That's the kind of a son he'll turn out. Oh, now, Riley, you're exaggerating this I whole thing. I ain't exaggerating. Thing. I know his type. And I'm warning him right now. The day he sends me to the poorhouse, I'll cut him out of my will without a cent. <laughs> it's a very nice robe, Marilyn. You really think so, Mother? Junior selected it for me. I gave him the money. But your father can't use two robes, dear. But I didn't know you were getting him one, too. Now what'll I do for a gift? Well, you can give your father one of the presents your brother got for him. He got two, a pipe and pipe rack. And you can return this robe to Pitlax. I have a better idea. I'm afraid Junior isn't going to get Mr. Riley anything for Father's Day. He was broke this morning. Oh, that's a shame. Mother... Maybe I ought to send this to Mr. Riley and let him think it's from Junior. Well, you paid for it, dear, but don't you think... I'll you... do it. I might as well face it. Mr. Riley is my future father-in-law. Yeah? I've got a package for Mr. Riley. Sign here, please. Package for me? Well, but it's a rope. From Junior. The darling boy bought one for me, too. He went back to Pitlax and he... This isn't from Pitlax. It's from a Mrs. Morris. Sign here, please. Mrs. Morris? Well, what's she got to... Well, then, this must be the same robe Junior got Marilyn's father. They're sending it back to me. Sign here, please. I get it. The Morrises feel sorry for me. Naturally, a man your age who can't sign his name. 
They took pity on me because Junior forgot me. Sign here, please. I may be drafted any minute. <laughs> the, the Senate is staying up tonight just for little me. Well, they ain't getting away with it. I'll show that, Morris. I don't want no secondhand leftover presents for Father's Day. Yes? Oh, it's you, Riley. Mr. Morris, take back your cheesy bathrobe. I'll... Uh, Mr. Pitlack, this is Waldo Binney. You had a red bathrobe with a blue dragon in your window. Oh, that one is sold, but I have an excellent duplicate which is also just like it. Oh, fine. Charge it to me, but deliver it immediately to Mr. Riley. 1313 Blue View Terrace. Yes, sir. And uh, put in a card to Pop from Junior. Yeah. Package for Mr. Riley. Sign here, please. Just hold this pencil and I'll steal your hand. <laughs> yeah, sure. Wait a minute. This looks like... I thought so. That bathrobe is back again. That Morris, he won't take no for an answer. Well, I'll fix him. <laughs> Oh, it's you again, Riley. Listen, Morris, in case you didn't get me the first time, I don't want this bathrobe. Here. Mother, I got it. Oh, that's fine, Dad. Oh, it's a lovely robe, red with a blue dragon. Mr. Pitlack said they're very popular lately. He sold three today. Well, I've made out the card to Pop from Junior. Oh, that boy, imagine forgetting about Father's Day. Oh, he's just a dizzy infant. I'll leave the robe on the couch in the living room. Oh, Daddy will be thrilled. Oh, it is nice. When your father sees it, he'll go wild. <laughs> Hey, uh, fine thing, nobody even... What's this? Again with that bathrobe. It keeps coming back like an itch. That Morris. Now he's breaking in my house to make me take it. Yes? Oh, it's you, Riley. Now listen, I'm getting tired. You're you... getting tired? Well, it's me that's been doing the walking... I'm telling you for the last time, now take wait. back your bath now. And keep it back. Oh, my feet. I gotta rest. I'll stretch out on the grass here. Oh, I'm dead. If you can say it, then there's no truth to it. Who's that? It is I, Digby O'Dell, 
The friendly undertaker. Oh, <laughs> uh, hello, digger. Greetings, Riley. You're looking fine. Very natural. Uh, I didn't see you. I, I had my eyes closed. I look better, believe me. <laughs> Ain't you in the wrong park, digger? Oh, no. This, this is strictly social. I'm on my way to the weekly meeting of the UEPNBS. U-E-P-N-B-S. The Undertakers, Embalmers, and Paul Bearers, Nature Boys, as I am. <laughs> Our slogan is, let us help you get close to Mother Earth. <laughs> Care to come along? No, not the way I feel now. I got troubles, Digger, on account of my kid. Ah, yes, children can be a problem. Yesterday, a gang of scurrilous scamps stole a sign from a cigar store that had a special Father's Day sale. And then they hung it on the door of my business establishment. Ooh, I was furious. Why? What did the sign say? Let us save you all the fuss and bother. We'll be glad to deliver a box for Father. <laughs> sure. Every store has signs. My boy didn't even remember me. I tell you, the kids of today got no respect. Oh, that isn't true of my offspring. My boys worship the very ground I work in. Well, it ain't the gift so much, but... Well, at work Monday, all the guys will be bragging what their kids gave them, and I, I'll be ashamed to face them. Oh, you needn't be. Buy a gift yourself and pretend it's from Junior. That will remind the dear lad of his neglect and teach him a lesson for the future. Yeah. Hey, that is an idea. Digger, you're a pal. Someday I gotta do something for you. Don't worry. Someday you will. <laughs> well, cheerio. I'd better be shoveling off. Well, Dumplin', how do I look in the swell new bathrobe that my boy Junior gave me? Oh, you look wonderful, dear. Oh, you're absolutely handsome in it, Daddy. And that dragon on the back is beautiful. Yeah, that, that dragon brings out my personality. <laughs> I wish Junior was home to tell me how I look in it. I'm going to take another gander in the mirror. Oh, Babs, I'm so glad we bought in that robe. Oh, you'll have to tell Junior not to let on that it wasn't from him. Yes, sir. Some people might have thought Junior forgot me, but not my boy. Uh, when he comes home, I want to talk to him private right away before anyone else does. Good evening, one and all. Well, come right in, Waldo. You're just in time to see me in my Father's Day present. Wonderful, wonderful. I see they delivered. I mean, uh, you got the robe from, uh, from Junior? Why... How did you know that, Mr. Binney? Oh, a little bird told me. Hi, Pop. I'm sorry I'm so late, but I finally got it. Pop, where did you get that? Well, Junior, you're losing your memory. You sent me this robe, remember? Come outside. I sent it? Oh, no, Pop. Junior, don't contradict me. Come in your room a second. Oh, but Pop Now, don't is... argue, Junior. You sent your father that robe. Yes, Junior, don't be such a dope. But I... Junior, I you, you I... come outside with me, I'll prove that you sent your father that robe. <laughs> Somebody's nuts around here. Well, I got Pop's gift right here in this package. What? A robe from Pitlax. Oh, I no. couldn't get the pipe I wanted to get you. I went to every place in town. So I came back and got the robe. Look. Uh, the same robe. But, Pop, <laughs> where did you get the one you're wearing? Never mind, Junior. You came through for me, and, and that's all. Oh, I get it. 
You bought the other one. You thought I wasn't going to remember you. Oh, Pop. Well, I think you must think I'm a pretty funny kind of a son. Oh, it wasn't your father, Junior. It was my fault. I was the one who didn't think you'd remember. Why, Mom. Well, I put Mother up to it. No. No, it, it was my fault, Junior. I bought it. Oh, no, Riley, you mustn't take the blame. I bought uh, it. Junior, I was the doubting Thomas. I bought that rose. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> I demand a recount. I went to Pitlack Personal and bought this rose. I phoned him to deliver it. I gave Babs the money, and I brought it home. Quiet! I know where I got it, don't I? Well, you needn't yell. Folks, right. folks, listen to me. Goodness, what's going on? Now, you keep out of this, Marilyn. Next, you'll be saying you sent me this robe. Why, yes, Mr. Riley. But how did you find out? <laughs> this is ridiculous. We couldn't all send him that robe. Now, wait, 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 wait. Let, let's get logical. There's only two robes. Junior bought one, and I bought one. Two robes. Get it? Two. Where's that idiot, Riley? Oh, here you are. Just a minute, Morris. Listen, you big baboon. Take back your blasted bathrobes and keep... I... Here. 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 And here. And stop hounding me. Please. (laughs) Now I got five bathrobes. Five bathrobes. Just what I needed. such a headache, you and your five bathrobes. Yeah. Well, it's wonderful to know that I'm so lovable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so modest. Yeah, and especially that my boy likes me. Don't I look swell in this bathrobe that Junior gave me? <laughs> yes, but uh, to tell you the truth, dear, it, it makes you look awful fat. Well, you'd look fat, too, if you was wearing five bathrobes. <laughs> invite you to join us again next week to hear The Life of Riley with William Bendix as Riley. The script is by Reuben Schiff and Alan Lipscott. Mrs. Riley is Paula Winslow. Digger O'Dell is John Brown. The Life of Riley is produced by Irving Brecker. And remember, for radiantly clean, lovely hair, get the shampoo in the tube. P-R-E-L-L, Prell Shampoo. This is Ken Niles reminding you to listen again next week when Prell brings you The Life of Riley. And now stay tuned for Truth or Consequences. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. That's the life of Riley, June 19th, 1948, a Father's Day show starring the great William Bendix as Chester A. Riley, Paula Winslow as his wife, Peg. And I cannot listen to a Life of Riley episode and not have fond memories of my very close friendship with the creator of this show, Irving Brecker. He used to take me to the um his 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 club i'm trying to think which one it was i think it was the um i'll think of it um 
the the Hillcrest. He used to take me to the Hillcrest Country Club in uh, Los Angeles area, and uh, we just used to have such a great time talking about all these days, you know. And he licensed me the Life of Riley episodes, and it took me a long time to gain his trust. Like I would reach out to him. I said, "Look, I have the Jack Benny show. I have life. I have uh, you know Charlie McCarthy. I have um, Burns and Allen. Why don't you license me the life of Riley? You know." And he he was like, "I want to meet you. I don't want to just do a deal over the phone." He was, uh, <laughs> you know, it was he was a great guy, and he I, was protective over it. He was protective yes. over it, and he was just a brilliant guy. I'll never forget going to his apartment. And, um, you know, he had this beautiful apartment with red, dark red shag carpeting and a piano and all of his Academy Awards. He had several Academy Awards for, I think he won for uh, Bye Bye Birdie. He wrote Bye Mm -hmm. Bye Birdie and a couple of other movies. He used to write a lot of Groucho Marx movies, some of the uh, Marx Brothers movies. Tremendous talent. Um, and uh, looking at all his books and all his scripts, they were all leather bound there. We'd go to his apartment, we'd, and then we'd go to the Hillcrest. Irving Brecker, uh, the great Irving Brecker, who created this series, The Life of Riley. All right, time for this month in music history. So we are going back to the 1980s, and here is a great song from 1980-something. <laughs> oh yeah, that's um, Dire Straits On your MTV It ain't working That's the way you do it Money for nothing and your chicks are free So Money for Nothing, Dire Straits From their album Brothers in Arms Brothers in Arms And who does who does the background vocals? I don't know, but the I remember having the album And it had a steel guitar on the album cover and it was like blue. It was a blue album. I did not have this one. Yeah. But a sting is oh, singing the really? background vocals. Very cool. Yep. I didn't know that. And this was their most successful single. Yeah. Yep. Great tune. Yes. Great album. Dire Straits. Yes. All right. Thanks, Lisa. More of Hollywood 360 after this. More Hollywood 360 after these important messages. Now back to the best in classic radio on Hollywood 360. In our next hour, Bob Hastings stars as Riverdale's favorite resident on the adventures of Archie Andrews from 1948. But first, we're going to need a caller That's to play. Right. Meet the host, Father's Day edition. So it's yeah. Father's Day trivia. We're going to have a little bit of fun. We just need a caller who's just up for some fun and a, a good, a good, some good questions. Uh, give us a call. 312. So it's Father's Day trivia. Father's Day trivia. 312-642-5600. Caller number 12. True or false? Is that what it's going to um, be? No, they're eh. not. Eh, but eh. it'll be fun. Eh. All right. Call and play. Hi, everyone. This is Meredith from the Senior Fitness with Meredith podcast, where I discuss all things for seniors. From fitness, your health and wellness journeys, how to be all over strong and beyond. I also have my mini podcast called Motivation with Meredith. It's a great, quick, motivational pick-me-up for your days. Join me. Listen now. Search for Senior Fitness with Meredith on your favorite podcast platform.